Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast where we dig into God's Word together and find life through Jesus Christ. My name is Ben Blakey. It's Saturday, the 29th of August, 2020. And here on our Saturday weekend edition of Revival from the Bible, I want to do something a little different because we're reading what I think is one of the most powerful passages in the entire Bible. And that is the ending of the book of Job, where where, where God shows up. And so I want us to focus on that. I want us to come back to that. When we read Psalm 104, 1 through 9, we see some similar themes to the end of Job about the power of God. We read Luke 15, the ending of the story of the prodigal son, where we see the reaction of the older brother, which I think really is a rebuke of the action of the Pharisees who think they have it all together and are looking down on uh, these others when um, they need to share in the joy of God. Uh, And I think that really exposes the problems in the heart of the Pharisees. But again, the whole point of those three stories is the joy that God has over sinners who repent of their sins. And we also look at 1 Timothy 5, 1 through 16, which speaks mostly to how the church was supposed to take care of widows. And I think one thing that sticks out from that is how strongly God feels about families taking care of their, their family members. And even the church wasn't supposed to be taking care of widows if those widows had family that were able to do that. And I think that's something we need to examine our own lives in a little bit, that hey, we need to take care of family and do what we can do to uh, support family members in our own lives that may be in need. But I don't really want to spend too much time on those today. I want us to sink our teeth into Job 38 through 42. And even I want to do so briefly because I think the power will be in you Uh, sitting down and reading these words. We followed the story now from the beginning. We've seen Job respond to losing everything by blessing the Lord. And then we've seen Job interact with his three friends and then the words of the fourth friend. And here in the end, we're going to see ultimately Job repent. And again, we have to ask, of what? Uh, He lost everything and didn't curse God. He blessed the Lord. What does he have to repent of? Well, in the end, he's going to come, God is going to come and he is going to not really give Job all the answers. He's basically going to say, Job, you want to question me? No, let me question you. And and that's what Job is going to be rebuked with. Job is going to be confronted for how he has, in a sense, argued with God, questioned God in, in the chapters where we've been going back and forth with these friends. And I find these passages to be so powerful because I don't think there's ever been a year, and normally I have the practice myself of reading through the Bible every year, no matter the year, there's been some years that have been more difficult. There's been years that are good. It's impossible for me to read these passages without, like Job, feeling convicted. In some years, it might be bigger. In some years, it might be little, but it always convicts me that, you know what, when I stop and think about it, there are some ways that I'm questioning God. Some of the frustrations in my own life reveal I am not totally trusting that God has it all figured out. And these are very powerful passages. And I want to read a few snippets, but I really want to encourage you to sit down 
to slowly read through this passage in Job today and to spend some time talking to God yourself. Uh, But it starts there in verse 38. Elihu is done talking and then boom, God shows up. The Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. And notice God starts not necessarily just with an answer to Job's questions, but he questions Job. Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Dress for action like a man. I will question you and you make it known to me. I mean, these are intense words from God. And then he goes on to say, where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? On what were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Were you there, Job? I mean, what's the implied answer? Uh, no. And God goes on and on with questions like this, really talking about all the wonders of God's creation. And look at chapter 40, when it ends, the Lord says to Job, shall a fault finder contend with the almighty? He who argues with God, let him answer it. Really, Job, are you going to find fault with me? Hey, what's your answer to my questions? And look at what Job says. Then Job answered the Lord and said, behold, I am of small account. What shall I answer you? I lay my hand on my mouth. I've spoken once and I will not answer twice, but I will proceed no further. Job responds by saying, I'm nothing. And I'm going to put my hand over my mouth and shut up because I'm being reminded that you are God and I am not. And God, God goes on. God says again in verse seven, dress for action like a man. Get dressed, Job. Let's talk. And where does that end? It ends in chapter 42, where Job says, and really he, he is confessing to God. I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? God's quoting Job. He's basically saying, yeah, that was me. I was speaking without knowledge. Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Hear, and I will speak. I will question you, and you make it known to me. Again, that's what God said to him. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. Humility is such a prized virtue in our faith. And here we see Job being refreshed with that as he is reminded, God is God. I am not. Who am I to talk back to God? He has it all figured out. These are things that are way above my pay grade. And I've been trying to put my nose in them. And now God, I repent. I turn away from that. What are the ways you're doing that in your life right now? What are the ways that you're contending with God? What are the ways that you're arguing with him? What are the way that you're, ways that you're seeking your own will? What are the ways that you are wanting everything to make sense to you and you expect God to explain it all to you? These are things to be confessed to God. And there is a joy in a humble trust 
that we know God is in control. He can do all things. No purpose of his can be thwarted. And of course, there's the happy ending of the story of the book of Job, where Job is is restored and, and he gets two times everything. And I've, one of the things I've always found interesting about the end is when, when you look at all his you know, possessions, it's double what he had at the beginning. But then it says that he has more children. And, and I find that interesting that that number is not double what he had at the beginning. It's the same. And I think that's even a powerful argument for the resurrection that Job lost all those possessions and you lose possessions, but Job's children that, that passed away, Job didn't totally lose them. I think he, he would see them again someday. And, and, but God blesses him with more children. And again, that's something we have to see. God is in control. He is writing the story and he will control the end. And I can't guarantee that your story is going to end up like Job's with material wealth. But we know who's writing the story. It's the God who answered Job out of the whirlwind. And what we need to do is be silent and trust him. No purpose of his can be thwarted. Nothing that's happening to you today or in your world today is out of God's control. He's got it all figured out. And he does not owe us an explanation for everything that is going on. So let's humbly confess and let's trust God. And I really want to encourage you to spend some time with this passage at the end of Job today. Spend some time talking to God. Spend some time worshiping him as we look at his word today. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.